previously on Film Fracas. Why, God. A special treat for you guys. We got our special guest, Graham Hellboy. I'm sorry, I forgot your last name. Cora. Cora. <laughs> Every rough draft sucks. This movie is shining, simmering, and splendid. I mean, meticulously designed. Let's God. bring it back. Let's no. bring it back. We're selling a shirt no, that says start, it. Start the, start the counter. Oh Red my gosh, it's oh. beautiful. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I don't know if I even got to say anything. The 90s. Odd <laughs> that a Disney movie can have the same aesthetic as a Blink-182 music. Not much ages well yeah, the no. night, from the 90s. Sebastian is a god trapped in a shellfish. Tron, baby. The one that I said at the beginning, this movie is ugly. The whole movie is a cursed image. Let's do our winner of the week. So, my winner of the week is going to be Atlantis. But if I do have to give it to one, I would probably have to give it to the Pirates. Um, So I was pretty, I was having a difficult time too, but I think I'm going to go with Beauty and the Beast. My winner is actually going to be Tron. Uh, this week, I'm going to have to go with Atlantis Lost Empire. As much as it pains me, I'm going to have to get rid of the Mighty Ducks this week. Yeah, I'm also going to have to go with D2. I, I think, I mean, I'm going to go against the grain here, but I got to sit and do it. Pirate, no, I'm just kidding. D2. D2, D2, it just doesn't. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to have to vote for the Mighty Ducks. And uh, not that it makes a difference, because I think it's voted off for sure, but uh, I am actually going to send my vote to Tron. Ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Ducks die together. Out of the castle. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Oh, hi. Uh, It's Phoenix Arola. Caught me reading there. Um, So, while I have you here, I'll... Wait. What's that? Out there, on the horizon. Is that... A new episode of Film Practice? Yes, it is. Welcome, everybody. Uh, I'm here. I'm Phoenix Zarola here today, joined by uh, Brett <laughs> The Rock Johnson. <laughs> How are you doing? Happy to be here. Uh, Robbie, Houston's finest, DeShazer. I'm trying not to laugh while you were doing that. Go Rockets. Uh, and Carter, forget your nickname, Spilliards. Oh, what? Hmm? <laughs> no. Oh, you caught and, me sleeping. Uh, a returning <laughs> special guest. Graham Hellboy Gora. Hey, we're keeping Hellboy. It's yeah. almost as though it's only been five minutes. <laughs> Has it even been five minutes? <laughs> why, why, why you got to break the fourth wall like then that, we, man? We mentioned it in the last episode. We, uh, we are recording here in the beautiful Permanent Record Studios here in Austin, Texas. Thank you so much to those guys for uh, yes. yes record here. Shout out. Thank you so much. Thank you to you guys for uh, you know buying some merch and oh, making yeah. this possible. Oh, yeah. Uh, you if guys. you want to keep making this possible, if you want the podcast to keep sounding this damn great, uh, go to teespring.com mm-hmm. forward slash stores forward slash film fracas. We'll have a link in the description. Also, go to uh, check out our Amazon affiliate link. Uh, also, oh. if there are like any t-shirt designs that we don't have that y'all would like, I mean, feel free to design one and DM us on Twitter. DM us oh, on yeah. Twitter, anything like that. So if there's a merch you want that you want to see, let us know. If you want, we can make yeah. it happen. If you want a different word other than meticulously on a shirt, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll put you a different want, word uh, on there. Spill something you in want, your yard and add an S. That's too large. We tried, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if, All you, right. if you want just Phoenix's face on a t-shirt, 
We will do that. What's yeah, wrong we, with you? We probably make that happen. And if you want me to host every single episode, I'm sorry that I, like the room doesn't like it when I host. <laughs> we love it when you host, Phoenix. Uh, it we always, love you. Yeah. What I love even more is talking about these movies. Hey. Ooh, so let's, let's dive right in. What movies have we got left, Brett? Uh, last week, uh, D2, the Mighty Ducks, uh, flew off together away from the castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now, that Icelandic so now we got Aladdin, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, Beauty and the Beast, The Little Mermaid, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl, and Tron. So we got six movies left, Mm -hmm. and our topic for this week is going to be side characters. Sidekicks. So this is yes, Sky High, another Disney, another good movie. Yes, Robbie. So this this category uh, this week is any side character that is not our primary protagonist, that is not our villain. So this includes like henchmen. So like the villains' side characters, or like anyone who's not your primary protagonist. any kind of supporting character is who we're going to be talking yeah. about today. So, for example, like when we talk about The Little Mermaid, it's going to be everybody that is not uh, Ariel, Ariel or, or Ursula. Ursula yeah. When we talk about Atlantis, it's going to be everybody that's not Rourke or Milo, uh, and so on and so yeah. forth. Yeah. So, who wants to start us off? Uh, let's all start off together with the movie Atlantis, okay. The Lost Empire. Okay, yeah. sure. Why not? So, we just talked about yeah, cool. every character that isn't Milo or Rourke. Mm-hmm. Good jumping in point. So... Boy, are there a lot of them. There, there are a lot, lot of them. And they movie, are eccentric. This movie <laughs> does a really Eclectic. good job of having an, a strong ensemble of supporting characters. Absolutely. Like some, like, are they all one note? Yes, but that's, they're supposed <laughs> to be. It's perfect. Like, and, and even if they're kind of one note, they all kind of have their own depth to them. Mm-hmm. Like, you learn a little bit more in, like, a backstory of each one and, like, why they are the way they are, except for Mole. He's, you don't want to know. You think you want to know, but believe me, you don't want to know. <laughs> I wanted to know. And then they told um, me, and now I'm telling you, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. But, so, we talk about every episode, how the, the last two, I guess, mm-hmm. how mature Atlantis mm-hmm. is. And I think this is the part where it does get to be a little one-note, a little comedic, and it's uh, something for the children. You get to understand kind of who all these characters are, and you get to have fun with them. And that's where, you know, some of the comedy is. It's where, mm-hmm. like, it's where mm-hmm. the story really is with, these, with this movie, is yeah. in these characters. And so it's uh, something for the kids to understand, but it's also something yeah. still more mature. Like this uh, one's well, and what's nice is that not, yeah, they all they're all very strong individual side characters. Mm-hmm. Um, between yeah, between um, Helga. sweet Helga, Vinny, um, Vinny's yeah. my favorite. Yeah, also <laughs> yeah, my favorite Vinny. side characters, Mole, and even if you get into the Atlanteans. Um, I don't know if we're talking about Kida, Kida the King, Kida the King, yeah. especially Leonard Nimoy, phenomenal in that. Um, I mean, they're all, yeah, they're all astounding. Because Kita has this, like, Kita, you talk to her, and she's very, like, she's obviously intelligent because she speaks all these languages, she knows all this history, but that she's also very kind of, like, naive yeah, and, like, that, understanding humanity. That, that, that's one of my favorite parts of that movie is when she's talking to Milo, and she's like, so your doctor is named Sweet? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, so, like, so he's kindly. I mean, like, he is, but it's like, okay, so your cook is named Cookie, but he's not Sweet. Your doctor is named Sweet. But he's not kindly or something like that. Mm-hmm. I just love that whole, yeah. mm-hmm. the, like, yeah, mm-hmm. just add that depth to her. Yeah. But, yeah, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'll just, sorry to cut you off. I was just going to say it's, oh, an no, eclectic, it's an eclectic group, mm-hmm. which I think is what sells this movie. Like, it's, um, like, for, for me at least, um, I don't necessarily, like, have such a strong attachment to Milo himself, but mm-hmm. I just love the ensemble. And I think this is yeah. one where almost the ensemble's maybe, like, a shining, mm-hmm. the shining star above the 
the yeah. the protagonist. Like I I personally just get a kick out of like all of, like the community characters and all of their like different personalities and stuff. And I think that's what makes this like adventure story. And even Whitmore, um, I was gonna say Whitmore for his very Whitmore. little little time he's in the movie. I mean, he's very much plays up the eccentric you know millionaire benefactor. Yeah, go go find it. <laughs> but kind of thing. I want as much of Whitmore as I possibly can <laughs> get out of that movie. I so, I love it. He leaves such a lasting impression. Yeah, to, to springboard off that real quick, that's that's my only major gripe about the side characters is that we don't get to have more of them. Mm-hmm. Like I totally understand what Robbie was saying. Like it's for the kids. Like they're one note, and it works. Like it works. It works so yeah. well. But I just wish we could have had some more of them. But I understand it's like a seventy-five minute animated yeah. movie that was not. I don't think it was a particularly big budget. I don't know. I have no idea. But uh, I, I just wish there could have been a little bit more of them because, like, mm-hmm. I would have liked to get, like, no, I get their one note, but I would have liked, like, a note and a half, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. No, I absolutely agree with yeah. you. Yeah. So that, that's, the, that's the only thing that, like, me personally is a knock against it, but, like, the design of yeah. them, the, like, they each have their one note personality. So and it's the, like, yeah. And so, like, they're memorable. Yeah. I just wish there was more of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's one of those things, like, we talk about it every week. Like comparing it to other films, like when you're talking about it in a vacuum, it maybe works, but maybe when we compare it to yeah, other I films, like, and I'm I'm not even see. comparing it to others right now. I'm just saying, yeah. like in the movie itself, but it's something yeah. to think about. Yeah. yeah, it could work as like, like just bouncing off of that. If Atlantis was like a TV show, it could definitely. Oh work. yeah, yeah. Did it really? That's what the sequel is. It's basically three episodes of like a TV show, but like put together in uh, one movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, 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 that was so many of those animated direct to oh, yeah. DVD sequels was like essentially just pilots for shows that either did or did not mm-hmm. lift up. Tarzan's a kid. Tarzan, Tarzan too. Well, Except, there was a Tarzan and no, Jane. Yeah, there was, was Tarzan, Tarzan and Jane. Oh, that Tarzan and oh, Jane was the pilot. Like Beauty and the Beast 2 <laughs> was like supposed to be for like a Beauty and the Beast TV show that, or was that the third one? Uh, it's the third one, yeah. The second one's the Christmas one. That's right. I'm I'm thinking of Aladdin 2, which was basically the pilot. Then there was Aladdin 3. Aladdin 3, which was really good. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, yeah. Let's let's reel it back reel it back in here. But yeah. Okay. Atlantis good. Has a great cast of side characters. Um they're a little one note. They could be a little bit more. But yeah. I would actually kind of a little contrary. I think the side characters in the team works as one note characters i would argue that kita is a little one note and she probably shouldn't be for this story um because with her her character is very much like guy comes and native girl immediately falls in love with her and him and like there is more to it than like say pocahontas like she's rediscovering like her people's culture and there's a whole thing where she is like the light of atlantis but um i would argue that there maybe could be a little more character depth with her but um other than that i think all these side characters are perfect right. yeah, yeah i see what you're saying yeah. i think of the side characters she's maybe the like the one that is in that weird in between of one dimensional and like mm-hmm. complex because yeah. she like carter was mm-hmm. touching on she's got like like kind of like that softer side as well as being like the analytical type and stuff yeah. like, but she, she has that naivete but then like once we start to get to know her she gets turned into the lighter jewel mm-hmm. of Atlantis. She yeah, because a lot of the and movie, then, she is very much just like damsel in distress. Cause and then, she, then she gets locked up, and it's like, oh, I would have liked really to there, know yeah. more about her. It's like, mm-hmm. she is important, but I'd like to see her be yeah. important with agency. She's in like a little gray area. Yeah, because the whole last act <laughs> yeah. of the movie, she's basically incapacitated. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay, yeah, that's a, that's a good point, Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Moving Our right along. Next film on the list is 
Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. I mean, how can you beat one of the greatest supporting characters of all time, Captain Jack Sparrow? Is he? Yes. Explain your point, because you were talking about this before we started, and I want to hear it. Okay, here's the thing. Captain Jack Sparrow is not the main character of Pirates of the Caribbean. He's the face of Pirates of the Caribbean. He is the face, he is the strongest, but he is not the main character. The art and like heart of the movie is Will and Elizabeth. And they're kind of the heart and arc of all three of those movies. But Jack is almost definitively a supporting character. He's a very prominent one, but he is a supporting character. And I'll tell you why, because if you watch Pirates of the Caribbean 4 or 5, when they might when they make Jack Sparrow the main center character and all of the like arc of the movie has to be done through his character, it's not as good. And so you well, can tell we're not, we're very, not talking about all those. Yeah. We're talking no, about no, the first one. This in what, the I'm first saying, one. what I'm saying is that like you can tell that like that compared to that you can see how he is a supporting character. Because in this movie, like he plays a very prominent role but he's not the main character of the movie. Like the emotional arc of the movie from the beginning in like when you see Will and Elizabeth meet and they meet as kids and then you see like the whole journey with her and and Will and they're like they're like kind of budding relationship and then it goes through and then Cap Jack comes in and provides kind of a foil and like a means to go through this adventure and facilitate this adventure as a supporting character. And yes, he has his own like storyline of like getting revenge on Barbosa. But that's not the central plot of the movie. The plot of the movie is saving Elizabeth and bringing her back, and then ultimately, like, her and Will falling in love at the end. So what about the fact that the SAG Awards gave the Best Leading Actor Award to Johnny Depp for Captain Jack I mean, Sparrow? I know <laughs> that. I mean, he is one of the most prominent. Also nominated say, for the Oscar for Best Actor in a Leading Role. Also, Barbosa is the villain, and he's the one that's a direct, like, foil of Jack Sparrow, who, you know, in classic storytelling would be the foil to the protagonist. It's also Jack Sparrow's choices that he makes that drive everything forward. So, maybe, here's my compromise for this. We leave out Will, Elizabeth, and Jack, and we talk about everyone else. I mean, we know Elizabeth is not the main character of this movie. Fine, we can keep Elizabeth in, but let's... I'm just saying, like, I I think Jack, like... By like he's a very prominent character. It's it's more gray, but he's not. I would not call Jack the main character of Pirates of the Caribbean. This I would argue is, you're wrong. This, that's why this we're is a very out. serious point let's of contention. Yeah. This is like a la me saying Jack Torrance in The Shining was the protagonist. Like there's a, just too much of a gray area to really. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. And because the great news for this movie is that we can move on and talk about some of the other strengths yeah. of this movie. Yeah. Um, you have a ton of other really good side characters. You have um, I'm really partial to James Norrington. I've always really liked mm-hmm. his story because you know from the beginning he's not going to end up with the girl, and he's kind of the bad guy, but then you know he's also the good guy because you know Barbosa's the bad guy. Yeah. So he's kind of one of the more complex characters in there. Um, I've always loved Governor Swan because um, he's very like, oh, no, I can't, you know, very kind of like helpless, but he's, he's also like the main political figure. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of like the other surrounding members of the crew, like Cotton, can't speak. <laughs> Mr. Cotton's parrot <laughs> um, <laughs> speaks for him. I love that that whole bit. Josh Me Gibbs, um, Captain yeah. Jack's first mate. Yeah, I was gonna say Gibbs is, is so great. Um, yeah. Pintel and Rigetti, who's the the two. Yeah. Rigetti has the the other one with the the eye, um, and then Pintel's the the bald one. Yeah. They're they're like they're kind of the only standouts from like Barbosa's crew. Um, yeah. They're they're, about yeah. Jack. I, they're the Abbott and Costello. The monkey, yeah. 
Jack the Monkey. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's like for all of the supporting characters that there are, like all of Barbosa's crew, and even for all of Jack's crew, I feel like there are only like a couple of mm-hmm. standout guys. Like I like I did. I was like, oh yeah, there's Cotton who can't talk, and no. that's and that's basically it. And there's also the midget who's mm-hmm. a midget. There's also the woman who's Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana is in oh, the Gamora. Movie. Cool. Uh, but I like other than that, it's like. I don't know. I know there are more, but I don't know anything about them. I don't remember them. And then Barbosa's crew is like, yeah, Pintel and Rigetti. <laughs> but then again, I know there's the one guy who's like, we should cut her throat and get all the blood just in case. But that's it. And so it's like, there are so many people, but I feel like it's just rel- like, uh, it's like, I feel like Atlantis does it a little bit better where it's like, even though there's so many people, even though they are only one note, it's like, you still get to know everybody. Whereas, with parts of the Caribbean, it's like, oh, look at all these people, but mm-hmm. you're only going to remember, like, a couple of them yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I think my big thing is, like, even if I'm, even if I agree with you about Jack Sparrow being the side character, and I don't know if I fully do, but I see your point. I feel like he's, like, the only real, like, real good one for me. I mean, I just, like, a lot of them just feel like, um, I don't want to say, like, like cookie cutter but they feel like pirates we've seen before like or they only like they're just their their service is just like small comedy but just kind of like to just be there in the background or like kind of be there to say there's other people there because it's a pirate ship it's it's not a movie about um like a group like those other people that really shine too much it doesn't have to be you know it does like of course it's it's fine but you know, there's just there's no, there's nothing classic about them or nothing like refreshing. It's just like oh, there's you know, the the weird pirate, the the kind of like like um, intimidating or like disturbing pirate, and there's the um, the one with all the explosives. Oh yeah, explosive <laughs> pirate, the dangerous one. Like yeah, it's 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 yeah. it's familiar, and a, a I think yeah. Jack Sparrow, if I were to agree with you, is like a really great one, but he's kind of the only one. I would say a lot of them are a lot like the animatronics that inspired them. Yeah. <laughs> they are there to look at and not to know much about. And mm-hmm. that's yeah. Maybe doesn't work to its advantage yeah. all the time. But uh Graham, I think everything has been said about this. Um <laughs> yeah, if you take away Jack Sparrow, I mean, he really overshadows pretty much every other pirate mm-hmm. in this movie. Mm-hmm. So there's not much left. Yeah. Yeah, I, f- I feel like arguing whether or not Jack is the m- protagonist or not really hurts the side character aspect of this movie yeah i mean either way it's like you have one good one or like or not. no good ones yeah. no 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 not, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no i don't want to not over yeah, yeah. no no, no classic that, that's, iconic. that's what i meant yeah like sorry yeah they're yeah. they're they're fine well there you go that's uh for us to think about and us to talk about maybe when we do our picks at the end of this episode Let's keep it moving right along. Moving right along. And hit the Little Mermaid. Uh, I'm not hitting the Little Mermaid. Don't hit the Little Mermaid, of course. <laughs> there are so <laughs> many, <laughs> so many good uh, side characters in this, and like the first two yeah. I think you're introduced to is uh, when Triton and uh, Sebastian have the little conversation at the beginning. You have the seahorse uh, Grimsby, who's great. <laughs> Grimsby. I love Grimsby. <laughs> Scuttle. Uh, Scuttle, Scuttle. Who I've even, about even though Scuttle, even though Scuttle's annoying, he he is very charming. And it's like you goofy I love, seagull. I love Scuttle. I love Flounder. Uh, Sebastian. Yeah, I said Sebastian oh, already, I but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you said Sebastian already. Sebastian Thank you. is 
maybe at the top of the list is Eric. One of the, Eric is <laughs> Eric's good. He's a little. Uh, what we talked about, he's a little different from some of the other princes in the I production like design. Oh yeah, Eric. I think Prince Eric's great. I think Eric has the most personality of most of the Disney princesses. Oh, for probably. Before, but the, the bar's not super high. Yeah, there. no. Before can, guest, we kind of has to like have more before like a lot of it's yeah, just um, him the, the Beast has a lot the of personality, uh, but we'll personal get there in a second. Yeah. Flotsam and Jetsam, even. Yeah. Do you know that Flotsam and Jetsam are actually King Triton's two exiled sons? No. Nope. That's why you never hear about them? <laughs> um, the chef, <laughs> Chef Louis. Poisson. Poisson. Uh, voiced by Boston. Uh, Boston, Boston League with Rene Abenois, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of good side characters in I feel like in yeah, Little Mermaid kind of succeeds where Atlantis might stumble a little bit. Where it's like you get to know Grimsby, you get to know Eric, you Wilder. get to, you get to know you get to know the chef even kind of. He, mm-hmm. he he gets his own whole song. It's like oh, this guy's a maniacal mm-hmm. chef. Yeah, <laughs> you get to know a lot about Sebastian. Sebastian is, I've said it, he's fantastic. Yeah, uh, he has his own little you know arc. He he decides you know it's more important to help Ariel get what she wants than it is to just always obey King Triton. Which is kind of where what gets him yeah. into this mess in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and King Triton himself mm-hmm. is yeah. a really cool character. He's a very I, I love father. I love the I love King He's Triton's design. Yeah, no, it's he just looks ripped. Yeah. He's got the long flowing beard. He just looks wise and just like emits power. And it's mm-hmm. like ooh, I'm intimidated. And of course, I mean, she's not going to be kind of, but Ursula's so good, and I have to say it every episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> but um, what I will say about this movie compared to like. Like Atlantis, because we've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you definitely have a lot of very memorable characters. I don't know if they're quite as fleshed out, because like you get the backstory of like each of the characters in Atlantis and like why they are the way they are, except for like Mole. Um, but I mean, these characters are also pretty like they do their one thing and they have their kind of shtick, and like that's kind of how they are. Um, aside from like maybe Sebastian and, but even Sebastian's kind of, he's he's. He's got. He kind of does the same thing, the whole movie. Um, I mean, you have people like the chef, where you get you get a very interesting look at who he is. Um, Eric, you get you get much more of a feel for who he is. Um, but I feel but, like even in those brief moments that you do get them, you feel like I don't feel like there's many side characters that don't get something to you know that aren't just like. Other than, I guess, the seahorse who's got just kind of a high-pitched voice or whatever. Yeah, I mean, the seahorse, like, what what does the seahorse do, really, other than... But he, he's... He's just there. He's, he's just or like yeah. Or, like, Flotsam and Jetsam, like... Yeah, that's what, like... That's what a, do they do, really, yeah, other that's than a, just being that, remembered? That's something I think, like, um, like, is common, and I personally, to a fault, but, you know, it could be the other way, common in, like, a lot of Disney movies, mm-hmm. where it's yeah. just, like, there's just people that yeah. are just there, and then... Like, you remember them, they're memorable, but just because they're memorable, does that mean they're good? Yeah. They just, like, yeah. The, the same thing kind of also happens with Atlantis. Yeah. Like, Mole, what does Mole do besides be weird? Well, I'm just, like, I say... I, I, no, no, yeah. I, I, I totally see what you're I'm saying. I'm saying Atlantis, like, they even have a whole scene where they talk about, like, who everyone is, and where they come from, and why they do what they do. And like, Mole is the only one who's left ambiguous because that's the joke. But like each, even each of those characters has a specific role and purpose in the story. It's like okay, but then it's like, you take Cookie. It's like okay, he's the doctor, 
and like yes he takes care of the king but that's all off screen and it's like cookie essentially disappears from the movie for so long it's like yeah. okay he has that role well, i'm not saying it's all but... of them but i'm saying it's more of them than like okay in like the little mermaid okay yeah. that's fair sebastian's role is to sing under the sea yeah. and he does it pretty much he does it really well <laughs> yeah. and then to sing and kiss, kiss, the, girl. And kiss the, girl. the girl yes yeah and kiss the girl yeah yeah um. but i think i think you have a lot of great memorable side characters and i think that it does something better than in something like at least they're all memorable, as opposed to some other of our, our films. Where you mm-hmm. side, you have one or two standouts, but you can't really picture. Mm-hmm. To yeah, you know, for the life of you, you can't picture that character if someone says the name of it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's really great. I. Yeah, um, I actually do have one minor criticism. Um, Go for it. Something I forget every single time I watch this movie is that. Ariel has six other sisters, mm-hmm. and that's n- that's kind of a big thing that like you could really have a unique look and design, and like each uh, each one could have a unique character, and they kind of don't, and there's kind of not much to them or even any screen time. Really. You could even I like forgot that, about that. that even could have been played up in the movie. Well, yeah. that's because they saved it for Little Mermaid three. Like Little Mermaid three is all about Ariel's family, and it's like it's not great, but like is that the one with mm-hmm. Ursula's crazy sister? No, no that's, that's the I second one. The, the third one is about how Ariel's mother died, so King Triton outlawed music, and it's essentially The Little Mermaid meets Footloose. Yeah. And but like the, but like you get a lot more of like the like the family, and like yeah. you get a lot more like the the sisters have like better designs, and there's more about them. But that's Little Mermaid three. Yeah. Yeah, we're really <laughs> getting at least into in the Little Mermaid, at least they all have these franchises. This is the Disney mythos. And they have their song at the beginning that kind of gives you an idea, but you're right. But they, yeah, Graham, they get left yeah. out, but. I don't know if it suffers it's like, for them not being there. It's like, I could name a Quanta, but that's it. I don't know the names of any I of the other of them. couldn't have named any of them. You did so, so you much did one better more than, than I did. I know. <laughs> it's like, see? Like, yeah, Gra- yeah, Graham raises a really good point. Yeah. All right. Um, and next. then there's the two exiled sons, and like nobody and ever talks about them. Same fish. So so we about do them. talk about them. We talk about them every episode. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> uh, not enough people know. Not enough people know. Hashtag never forget. Never forget Flotsam and Jetsam. Anyway, let's keep on trucking here. Our next movie on the fracas list here is Aladdin, with all of its great side characters, Aladdin. such as Raja the Tiger. Aladdin, what I think is interesting is that, and it's not a fault because that's just how the movie is, this movie doesn't have as many side characters. It's true. Um, it's got a sultan. It's really got like the genie. The genie, sultan, the sultan, the magic carpet, magic carpet ca- Abu, Abu, Jasmine. Jasmine. Yago. Yago. Oh, yeah, Yago. Yeah, Jafar! Okay, Thank you. Phoenix. So it's like it's got five. It's really got Give like that one. five <laughs> side characters. But, but it's damn it, are they all really strong? Yeah, I was gonna say Yago it's the, and the genie character. Yeah. Oh yeah, like hundred percent. It, it's the like that's the trade off you yeah. get for like Atlantis and like Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. You have so many characters, but only a few of them are stand out. With Aladdin, yeah, a few, but they're all oh, stand out. Yeah, so like, quantity, that, that's, even, quality over quantity. Even the carpet. Exa- yeah, it's the, that's yeah. the trade off. Even like, the carpet. I, I, I love the carpet. carpet I love so him so much. He's got so much it's personality. So much personality for a carpet. Just one of, like one of my favorite scenes from that movie is when like we meet the genie. He's like, "Hey, rug man, I haven't seen you for a couple millennia. Give me some tassel." And they're there doing the high five deal. I'm like, "God, that's that's a cool carpet." Mm-hmm. Oh, I, like, we, I like that carpet. Do we ever spit hot takes on film practice? We can. We, you've spit Uh-oh. before, I think. All right, the Ocean Moana is off-brand carpet from the lab. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Not, that's, yeah. yeah. All right, we're good? This we're good. Is we're pretty fine, cold. Yeah. I don't know if I'm uh, good with that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we have to let it slide for now. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hit me back. On the next it. Film Practice bonus episode. Graham just punched Graham Phoenix will... in the face. <laughs> <laughs> <It was> great. <laughs> Revenge of Graham Gore. I have now taken Phoenix's place. Uh, <laughs> Graham Hellboy Gore. You really Gora are here. the Hellboy. 
Um, but yeah, the Aladdin <laughs> characters are solid. I mean, like, there, one thing I really like about the Aladdin characters, um, not to say that the other movies don't, but I think one thing that's great is like they actually do serve the plot of the movie. Yeah. Like the genie does the move. Like he's like his he's existence the, he's is the like action. Jack Sparrow of Aladdin. Um. Meh. All right. No, moving on. What? <laughs> um, this is why I didn't bring up Jack's yeah. prominence on the poster when we talked about yeah. it. But because like the genie's also the most prominent on the poster yep. for Aladdin. And like, that's why Robin Williams. Genie's the genie plays a very <laughs> similar role. Jack Sparrow. Mm. He facilitates the story. Except, not really. Yes. Yeah, no. But, you know, Jafar's not Ooh. taking down the genie. He is. He well, he he's trying is, yeah. to capture the well, genie. He's trying to ca- not take him down. It's the same thing. No, it's, it's not. No, it's not. Oh. He's yeah. trying to it's use the genie. Okay. Reel it in. Reel it this in. Is, reel this in. is bonus episode material okay. right, right here. Yeah. But... Let's talk about these Aladdin side characters. The Sultan. Let's get a the little The Sultan bit. is fun. <laughs> Sultan He's is got fun. a great character He's design. He's much more bubbling, oh, yeah, which is great. We, we've talked about the design of all these characters. Yeah. Like, yeah, we just mm-hmm. talked about the design. And so, yeah, they all have good design. They all stand out. It's Abu is a really fun, non-talking animal of Disney's. Like you mean Abu? Abu? Abu, yeah, sorry. I said Abu. Abu is a very different character. <laughs> That's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. We're not oh my god, could you them. imagine yeah. Aladdin running around Agrabah with Abu following him? <laughs> <laughs> They're there in the cave of wonders. You just see Abu salivating over this ruby. And Abu's like, oh, I got it. And Aladdin's like, Abu, no. <laughs> yes, Abu. It's a great non-talking animal of the uh, Disney history, which they have a lot of, but I think Abu is really Oh, yeah, Abu is one of the best. Yeah. Just talk about, like, yeah, just all the personality of all these characters. Abu is just, like, just so sassy. Yeah, he's, he's eating the bread. He is. And he's still, they still maintain his, like, the, his characteristics even when they change oh, him yeah, yeah. into an elephant. And yeah, into, like, it's great. It's still Abu. It's not, like, they could have made it just any other not-talking animal and put his, but, like, he still has his mannerisms and... It's clearly mm-hmm. Abu turned into an elephant, not just an elephant. You know. Yeah. Does anyone have any flaws on these characters? I mean, what, I you could say there's not too honestly, not enough. Or I mean, I don't have, I don't fault any of these movies for having too many or like not enough because mm-hmm. it's that's very much like how well it works in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's more about what do they do with those that they've established. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. like like Atlantis has a lot, and I think at least in my opinion they handle all of them quite well, and all of them are individual characters, whereas like in Little Mermaid, it also has a lot, but all of them aren't necessarily like distinct characters that all have motivations that you know are clear. But this is like has seemingly fewer characters, but you know exactly like what all of them are thinking the whole time. Um, I mean, the only character that's not really fleshed out is like the the head of the guard. Um, but he's still got a distinct voice. Yeah, that's just his job. That's just his job, and I mean, it's not really a fault against him. But and it's he's just, just kind of mean yeah, about it. He's job, just like, mean, so. Yeah. I mean, it's really, yeah. I mean, I I don't have any flaws with this movie. He's capable of saying street rat on beat. Street rat. <laughs> <laughs> Looky here. A street mouse. It's like, oh, he got him. Oh. <laughs> anyway, on that note. Also, confirmation. All rats are men and all uh, mice are females. Oh. Anyone oh, anything else they want to oh. say <laughs> no, about Aladdin? Uh, Going once. Hey, I'm fine. Uh, Going once. Okay. Beauty and the Beast? Uh, sure, let's do Beauty and the Beast. Moving right along. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and um, the Beast. Be my guest. Start first. <laughs> this movie has <laughs> an astonishing... This movie... What I like better about this movie than like The Little Mermaid in this aspect is... Um, again, this movie has a lot of side characters. And I'd say like 
I wouldn't really count like the villagers individually. I'd count like the villagers, villagers as, as a, a whole. whole. Yeah. Um, Especially when they become an angry mob. Yeah. Um, so like, even <laughs> if you're counting the villagers as a whole, like that's kind of its own thing. You've got um, um, uh, Lefou, Lumiere, Cogsworth, um, Cogsworth, the Beast, the Beast. I mean, all of them. They're all mm-hmm. so good. And this one, this one, I think perhaps does the largest ensemble with the the most interesting characters each. Yeah, it's. It, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, because it's like each each character gets their own moment to shine. Each character gets a little more fleshed out. Like every single supporting character, and there's a lot of them, and they all do really well. Mm-hmm. Like I, th- I think we might have. I think I'm. I might have made this comparison on the last episode, but like Beauty and the Beast kind of takes what the Little Mermaid does and does it a little bit better. better yeah, yeah. So it's like because they're very similar with their anthropomorphic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not human side yep. characters; they're humanoid yeah. side characters, right? And just yeah, this one just does it a little bit mm-hmm. better. Yeah, what well, I think you run into is you have your standout like furniture servant characters, and then the rest of them are kind of there, like they're there for be our guest and to be just kind of scenery. I mean, some of them are just like. But I, mean, I, I could, feel like you get the same with like you could say the same all thing the fish, about the fish the, in the background and under the sea. Yeah, it's not, like the, I wouldn't really count those. Then like the, yeah. uh, like all the rest of the pirates and pirates yeah. of the Caribbean yeah. that are just there to there. be like, look to how be, big our pirate yeah, crew is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, extras. Like I feel like so, you're gonna run into that yeah. with all of them. Yeah, yeah. But what I will say is, they do that movie does it better in the sense that they still kind of serve as like that specific section of extras. The same way yeah. the villagers serve as their specific section yeah. of extras. Yeah. One thing I really like about the the characters in Beauty and the Beast. Well, I'm talking about the the household characters, mm-hmm. like the, the furniture mm-hmm. and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Is I like that, and this is like really small, but I think is like really cool. Is like I re- I like that they gave their like ability to talk and stuff like a point and stuff, and it's a real like tragic thing. Like they're literal characters who have been like turned into these pieces of furniture. So you, you kind of even though they're like fun and lighthearted, you feel the weight of the situation with just mm-hmm. these other people there because they're also they're also people that were turned uh, turned into these people and they even it's it's not like you know another like other Disney movies which just have like characters talk because mm-hmm. they just talk it's a Disney movie they talk this is like one where they're talking kind of has like a dark undertone yeah. or like kind of adds stakes to the situation well, even while they're being all fun and charming it's it, like really interesting and calm and I mean in the well movie done. you're like you said there are stakes like they're like we're going to die soon yeah like yeah. we're gonna cease to exist and there's yeah. a ticking clock yeah so like everyone's very anxious yeah similar to, to Aladdin where like those characters like feed into the plot mm-hmm. like these characters feed into the like the yeah. tension and like the yeah. the weight of the yeah. situation absolutely you really don't have that in like like a Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because everything else yeah. is just like, oh, everything's gonna end. Yeah. Which is, like, yeah. This one's so like, broad. This, this is one, like all very characters specific. Like, oh, we're going to die. We yeah. all have it's a like stake us. in this. Yeah. Our, this sure. person mm-hmm. that you're liking because I'm a dancing clock and stuff. Yeah. I'm going to die. Yeah. Like it's it. You feel like nervous mm-hmm. and scared for them. What I will say mm-hmm. when you compare it to like the Little Mermaid, uh, the story doesn't necessarily call for like it doesn't have a ticking clock. Which I think may have to may be more of a point for the story than it is for the characters themselves. I mean, I would just say like, because in the Little Mermaid, they could have made the stakes of like, oh, like if Ursula takes over, then like it's bad news for all of us. But you never get a sense that any of the it's, fish yeah. are in danger. Yeah, it's really just oh no, Ursula's evil and she's yeah. going to be super powerful. Because even in Aladdin, you get a sense of danger when Jafar takes control and when he everyone else turns Abu gets, into yeah. a toy monkey. Exactly. So you yeah. get this sense of danger, but I would say like Little Mermaid could have and 
It could have, but your ticking clock and your focus in that movie is definitely on Ariel yeah. and not on yeah. the effects on those characters. Mm-hmm. And you see some of it in that, in that like when Ursula does gain power in that, you know, King Triton gets turned into a little slug. That's like, true. Mm-hmm. So. But, but then we also kind of get on the whole, like, it works for the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. But then... Yeah. In comparison. Yeah. Uh, I would love to talk about LeFou. Because Go for it, please. LeFou is a brown-nosing, straight-up idiot, and I love him. <laughs> uh, he is such a moron, and he is so, like, subservient to Gaston. And I, it's just great, like, the way he looks, the way he is, like, consoling Gaston in the bar when they sing yep. Gaston. Uh, just, like, he's such an iconic mm-hmm. side character for me, and... Everything about him is great. I don't think we talked about LeFou when we did, like, antagonists or whatever. Did we? I mean, I no, know he's no, not the antagonist, but, but like, no. he, he works. He's like, but it's, yeah, it, no, seems like, yeah. it seems like we would have brought him up, though. Yeah, we talked right. about Iago. Yeah, with so, yeah, but, well, yeah, that's because so. he said Jafar. Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, can I bring up something? So yeah. there was yeah. a big deal, I guess, a couple years ago when they were putting together the live-action Beauty and the Beast with LeFou being a gay character. Uh, who read that in the original text of this? I'm not saying like if it, if it's a good choice or a bad choice in the new one, but like um, I saw all these posts that were like LeFou was always gay, and I I don't know if I ever read that or if I was just oblivious. I, like, yeah, I never got it. I always felt it was very much just like a. I kind of I kind of read that. I saw where it was coming from. I, oh, I get where the choice why the choice yeah. is made. I'm just like yeah, I I didn't read that. I just saw it was like oh, so it's just some like you look at his design. He's like this super short, fat little guy next to this tall. Really muscular guy. I was like, oh, he's just the hanger on trying to mooch off of this guy's popularity kind of deal. Like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't read it as that, but I can totally see like how people could read it le- like that. And I do think sure. that idea works. I don't think it worked well in the new movie. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have. I think it works either way it, with either interpretation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I, um, I, uh, I can't say I thought of it when I first saw it, but I mean, I can't say that. When presented to me, I can't deny it. Like it seems like it, it, it oh, seems yeah. like it works. So it for sure, works. I would say yeah. Yeah. to the people who say that, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like I said, there were people on social media when that first happened that were like, "Lafu was always gay, you idiots," and I was like, "He was." I, I, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, maybe it had been years since I had seen it yeah. at that point, and I was like, "For sure," but I like this choice. But I, I didn't know if you guys remembered distinctly thinking that as a nah. child watching this or anything like that. Yeah, but. We've we have got, got one movie left. Tron? Tron, Tron baby. All right. Who, 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 who are the supporting characters in Tron? Tron. Tron? That's, Tron? Tron does not have the best cast of supporting characters. Because you got Tron, you got Sark, and that's basically yeah, it. Because like, like, you do have Ram for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You have Clue for yeah. a moment. You have a couple of bits. You got the... Record keeper for yeah, a the one, scene the giant, the gi- who's the like part of the floor. And he's got like the weird like. <laughs> like yeah, he's got he's got the really weird costume. Cap, yeah. Like <laughs> for every person in the game or the computer that you have, you have their programmer counterpart in like, the real world. Who is so it? For Tron, you have Alan, who's who's like all the yeah. for like for all the like yes, all the programs have their programmer their user but, but, those, but those users are yeah. are in the movie even less than yeah, the programs you really like them. you have sark yeah. and you have dillinger who might be like the most fleshed out user but even then it's just oh this is evil business bad guy mm-hmm. number 405 like yeah. yeah tron tron does not have the best side characters 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm just strictly just not having any real, like a lot. Mm. <laughs> just it's like two. It's, it's yeah. Like, like Tron and Sark are great. Mm-hmm. Like I love both of them, but it's just Tron in particular. Oh yeah, Tron, like I, yeah, no. like I love Tron. I love the movie. I love the guy, and like, like yeah, he's just like a hero. He wants to do great. He wants to. He fights for the users, and mm-hmm. Sark's like, Psh, man, what a religious nut. Yeah, because the movie's a weird. As Carter said, it's a weird like it's a bizarre, meditation on it's, religion. Yeah, it's a weird like. I I would not expect such it's bizar- deep like, statements from this movie, like, but it's like I'm into it. I'm there for I'm it, but it's it still well. weird. It's but, got surprising depth. But yeah, it's like so, but like yeah, Tron and Sark are great, but it's just comparing it to the other movies, it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. very lacking. Yeah. Well, because this movie is you know. It's Flynn's kind of odyssey through this computer. And yeah, it is very much focused on Flynn. And the things and the people he interacts with. I think because it almost has a sense that like they're all just kind of ones and zeros personified, mm-hmm. that they don't give them much depth for that reason. Yeah, because the like, focus is on Flynn and the focus is on the way it looks, not on... It's like, and, that, and that's really interesting when you think about it. It's kind of like, yes, all these people are just strings mm-hmm. of code, so how much personality can a string of code it's have? true. And so like, it works for the movie... But compared to everything else, Tron, I think it's a little harder. Is is a lot harder. So, anyone have anything else to say, Graham? Um, no, I, like I think it's already all been said. There's not much <laughs> to this movie in terms yeah. of side characters. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else to say? Do we mention uh, uh, Laura and Yori? Is that? I mean, they don't have much. What to about do. them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, really I'm I'm trying. I'm tr- like, I want there to be discussion. This has been kind like, of a short episode, and I. <laughs> but I mean, it's just sometimes. I mean, it's kind of like with Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes that's the look of the Tron. Sometimes that's how it goes yeah. down. Yeah. It's like I love Tron, but I recognize its faults and supporting characters, side characters. As- aside, aside from Tron and Sark, it's like they're great and they're super fleshed out. And mm-hmm. like they're, I I kind of want to argue that they're probably like the most fleshed out side characters. Out of I mean, the, the movie's called Tron. So yeah, you would hope like, that the character Tron is pretty fleshed yeah, out. Yeah, so like yeah. I think they might be like the most like fleshed out, maybe not layered yeah. characters out of all the side characters well, we have. But it's like ET. And what's what's difficult about yeah. like yeah. about like Tron especially is if you if you really wanted to get into it, like you could even argue that like Tron and Flynn together are the protagonist and Sark and the MCP are the antagonist. Like. You can make the argument that there really aren't any supporting characters, and those are just the good guys and the bad guys. Like, so we could even like, say Jack Sparrow is the side character. I, honestly, <laughs> I think that's a little too crazy. <laughs> they, <laughs> but but yeah, it's like they might be like two of the stronger like side characters we have, but that's only two in this yeah. entire movie. And while it works for the movie, and they definitely we're, we're just com- we are comparing yeah. and and again with so, yeah. with with other movies like. This one had the opportunity to have yeah. more characters, and it didn't. Yeah. So it's kind of like you, you know. But, the, but then you get into the whole like it didn't necessarily need more characters. Right, yeah. that goes but back to what we yeah. said about and so, more or less. Yeah, I don't know because you get into like, I mean, we're not we're not talking about it, but in like Tron Legacy, it almost kind of fleshes out these like random side character like programs even a little bit because you kind of get a sense of like what they are and how they behave. You only get that in this movie. And they could have kind of shown that, I think. But then that kind of goes back to the whole, like, they are just ones and zeros. Yeah. They're strings of code. So do they even need personality? Because you, you look at this computer right here, and it's like, 
who cares what's going on in there? It's like for those of you not in here, uh, Brett is pointing to the computer. Yeah, he's yeah, actually yeah. pointing at a wall. Yeah, <laughs> Brett no doesn't know what a computer is. Brett, you're pointing at me. Phoenix <laughs> is a person, Brett. <laughs> I'm not a computer. He might be wearing Google so glasses. You were a Terminator. <laughs> Rip off Phoenix's face. If anyone here is a robot, it's Brett the RoboCop Johnson. Fair. Well, but so. yeah, I think that's all that can really be said so about Tron. Shall we move on like, to our? They're good side characters. It's just yeah, they're how good are they in comparison to the quantity of other yeah. side characters? This is For where sure. I feel like this is very much quality mm-hmm. versus quantity, and yeah. how do you gauge that in the movie, and then that against everything else? So shall we do our absolutely do winners and losers? losers? Let's start so with Brett. Start okay. with me. Yeah, really. Uh, I'm going to say <laughs> that my winner for this week is probably Aladdin, just because, like, yeah, eat, like I can name all those side characters off the top of my head. They all have their own personality. They all have their own way that they fit into the narrative. None of them are forgotten or forgettable. And just, if you can have a carpet that doesn't talk at all have a personality, it just be like, oh, yeah, like, that carpet's one chill dude, like then you know how to make a good mm-hmm. side character and like and just Robin Williams is the genie there's no top in that Gilbert Gottfried is Iago it's just yeah uh, no you can't beat it yeah, yeah it's just it's great yeah i was going to i am just going to jump on that and say my favorite as well is uh uh Aladdin <laughs> oh, was it were you next i don't know which way we were going it's <laughs> fine Keep, okay. it doesn't matter um, it doesn't matter <laughs> um yeah i was just going to say yeah i agree that um i think Aladdin is like uh, the best here just because I mean and this is going on like personally I think the genie is quite possibly the best side character in all of Disney like in any of its movies but there's a good possibility yeah, of that. yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. that's not an unfair statement yeah I mean, it's I think it's I mean of course it's arguable but it, I don't think it's like a, like hard to argue I guess it's it's got it's case and even just looking past him like like the carpet um, Jasmine who's fantastic uh uh, Abu, not Apu. Um, Stop saying Apu. His area gets a royalty check every time you say his oh, name. Right. Um, bleep that out. Um, I'll do it later. Uh, <laughs> um, it's great. It's, just, it's a stacked cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this one's kind of close because the genie is, yeah, one of the best side characters in all of Disney Dumb. Um, but I have to go with Aladdin. Uh, Aladdin. I have to go with <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Atlantis. Um, I think outside of the art direction, they're the best part of that movie. Um, Vin, uh, I've said before, Vinny is just got so many great quotes. Everyone is uniquely designed and has a unique personality, and they're just so entertaining to watch, like interact with each other and just be in the world. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna sound like broken record, but my favorite is also Aladdin. Um, and I, we we kind of touched on it. It's like each year they get progressively better because you had The Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast does it a little better than The Little Mermaid. Aladdin does it a little better than Beauty and the Beast. Like, And even if you want to go an extension, I'd argue that who does it better than Aladdin? The Lion King. We're not talking about it, but I'd say the supporting character of The Lion King might even be better than the supporting characters in Aladdin. That, yeah. that, that's good bonus episode um, material too. Yeah. yeah, so it kind of each, yeah, with each year it gets a little bit better. And I think out of the movies we've got that that Aladdin definitely has the strongest crew. Yeah. Um, I was going to sit here and try and say something different than Aladdin, but like, it's got to be Aladdin. This <laughs> this movie is so good. 
and the genie just deserves the respect of getting my vote for winner this week. The genie's great. The carpet's great. Iago's great. I, we, I don't think we gave him enough love this episode, but he's so great. Gilbert Godfrey <laughs> does a fantastic job. Um, but yeah, just every side character is fleshed out, and they all have an effect on what's going mm-hmm. on. And I, I don't even know if we talked about Jasmine that much, but Jasmine's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, her so. relationship with Raja the tiger is what mirrors uh, Aladdin and Abu's very well. But uh, mm-hmm. this movie just does a great job with its side characters and making you care about them as much as you do about your main protagonist and antagonist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah. With every winner, there must also be a loser. A loser. Someone gently escorted so out of the someone castle. Someone gently escorted <laughs> out of the castle. <laughs> All right. Guess, uh, well, uh, guess. When You Wish Upon a Star plays in reverse. Oh, dear. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds like it would be scary. Gates <laughs> of Hell open. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I guess I'll go first. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, I think it's pretty clear cut this episode, at least from my point of view. As much as it pains me to do this, uh, I love Tron. I love Tron to death, but my vote is going to ultimately go to Tron just because even though its two main supporting characters are great and super strong and super fleshed out, I'll be damned if I can really tell you much about them other than one's blue, one's red, one's like vaguely British one of them isn't I couldn't tell you like quotes that they say other than I fight for the users which as much as I love that it's like even something like parts of the Caribbean where I was kind of saying like yeah there's only those few standout I can still tell you like what they say I can tell you what Mr. Cotton's parrots Mm -hmm. say and just as much as I love Tron and Sark it's just quantity versus quality and when you put that against every all these other movies all the other movies kind of do it a little bit better because like Eric Grimsby, Sebastian, all of Aladdin, all of Beauty and the Beast. It's just Tron just doesn't have the strongest supporting characters. Like Robbie said, it's Flynn's movie, but even though Tron is kind of the star, but yeah, but I think nothing that we haven't already talked about. Yeah. um, You touched, you touched on it a bit and, but I don't think it's as, you know, straightforward as, um, or, as clear cut as you make it out to be, I feel like there is, you know, obvious contenders for like to leave. But I, I gotta say, Pirates of the Caribbean, like, and I'm not just saying that to be contrarian. It's like there's just so many characters in this movie, and I don't think any of them hold up to the actual main characters of this film. And like when I think about the movie, like as a whole, you know, the the really like the strongest parts are the the main characters, the uh, the adventure, the production design, like all of that, you know, is like well executed and it's um, uh, well executed on all those fronts. But it's astounding, for me at least, it's kind of astounding that there's like so many, but none of them kind of have that real kind of um, classic feeling. (laughs) 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 Except for Jack Sparrow asterisk. (laughs) But, um, but you like Norrington too. Uh, I mean, he's he's okay. I don't think he's anything, you know, to uh, not. I mean, I don't think he's anything so far from being mm-hmm. from ori- originality. He's got, yeah. he's he's nice, I guess. Um, but <laughs> like when I compare it to like something like Tron, like I think, I think for me, I would rather. I guess it comes down to I would rather have few characters that I really like know well and can appreciate than so many characters where I can't really appreciate them to. 
a certain degree, and I'm really just like waiting for these like main characters to talk and do their action and go on their adventure and stuff. So, gotta gotta vote out pirates. Would you say that you'd make them walk the plank? I would say that. <laughs> I would say that, and I would add an arg in front of it. Um, you know, it sucks because not really having side characters isn't necessarily a bad thing. It just means that you have a more tighter story. But for this week, I think we got a D-Res Tron. Um, it's, there's just not much to talk about it, it, in this case. Yeah. Um, I also, as much as I love the movie, just as much as <laughs> Brett does, <laughs> I kind of... You, you a bold statement. No, and, I mean, you and I, are, I think, are the two biggest <laughs> fans of this movie. Probably. Um, I gotta, yeah, I gotta give it to Tron, um, just because I also am a big proponent that Jack Sparrow is a side character. So, but <laughs> <laughs> irregardless of that, um, irregardlessly, irregardlessly we'll of that, we'll put a poll on Twitter. We'll, we'll see we'll what talk about. Uh-oh. Yeah, we'll talk about Tron. Uh-oh. Um, we'll promote this episode. And you brought it up when you were talking about it. It's like, as much as we talk about how good you know, Tron and Sark are, what, what do they really do besides being good and bad? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's something that comes up. It's like Tron so, does ultimately defeat the MCP. That one zeros thing. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. See, it's just, yeah. So, like, like when you look at them, there aren't very many of them, really just two. And if you look at the two under a microscope, you know. So even though they might have more personality than the yeah. like than the pirate crew, the people on the pirate crew are cons- yeah. a little more memorable. Yeah. Like what makes them up? So. Exactly. Like yeah. yeah. So, Ronnie. Well, it's a good thing that Graham was here because I'm going to agree <laughs> with Phoenix Zarola. I don't buy oh. that. Uh, it's got to be Pirates of the Caribbean for me. I don't buy that Captain Jack Sparrow is the side character. His prominence in that film just I mean, he knocks it out of the park. He's the lead of that movie. Or at least one of the leads. <laughs> um, but other than that, like, the side characters don't do a ton in that movie. They just add color. And uh, it was a hard choice because I think that it's a hard choice between the absence of side characters and side characters who exist but maybe don't serve any kind of purpose. Um, so for that reason, I think I have to go with Pirates. That's just where my heart lies there. Um, but those are my reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> so really thankful you're here, Graham, because yeah, your vote, your vote, wow, yeah, yeah. yeah. For once, my vote matters. It's really was. <laughs> it's but really. The electoral college has decided. That really, it was Aladdin. <laughs> it was Aladdin. <laughs> oh no! Oh, <laughs> oh my! No, so. What an upset! The popular <laughs> vote did not win. You know, well. I would like to think that someone just got rid of Tron, but actually, what happened is someone just picked up a computer and threw it out the window. <laughs> Out the castle. <laughs> I'd like to think Tron got zapped by some beam and just got it was coded just down de-res. and put I, into a computer. I like to think the mouse just went over Tron and dragged it to the trash yeah. bin. And yeah. I'd, I'd, like to say, no. I'd also like to think that someone just got a magnet too close to it. Right, I was going to say, it's gone. so gruesome. The CPU was way high up in the tower of the castle, got struck by lightning. Yeah. Power surge didn't have a surge protector on it. It's it's gone. Oh, we upgraded the Magic Kingdom. Upgraded its Wi-Fi, so we had so to like so try to become obsolete. Yeah. obsolete. Oh, yikes! Oh, no, this that is was so maybe sad. the most gruesome and sad. Oh god, these are the worst oh, of the well. send-offs. Well, <laughs> it is sad, <laughs> but oh well. Oh well. <laughs> oh well. All right. I guess so, you want to go to recommended. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to recommended. 
Uh, me again? Yeah. Okay. All right. Find me on Snapchat. I am Brett J H N S N number one. Post review of a movie as close to every day as I can. You can look at it. You can agree or disagree. Send me a message. We'll talk about it. My recommendation for the week is gonna be the old. Uh, I believe it was from the late 70s but the old brian de palma rock musical phantom of the paradise <laughs> it's got uh paul williams doing the music and it's it's crazy it's wild it's great i love it you got satire you got great you got a great soundtrack you got great songs you got a good story of phantom of the opera mixed with faust mixed with the picture of dorian gray it's wild it's crazy it's great i love it uh, you can find me at Bombass Phoenix on Twitter. Tweet things I hope you'll like. Uh, my recommendation, I was thinking about it, and I try to go with something that also is a plethora of great side characters in it. And I'm going to recommend Fox's slash NBC's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What up? Hey. It's, so, it's, a, it's such a good sitcom. So glad. As you're hearing this now, it's just been a few days since it got renewed. Um, and picked up by NBC, Noise. Um And I love the show so much. It's great. And if you haven't checked it out, you should check it out because it's clearly struggling. And it's yeah. <laughs> no. watch it when it airs. Watch it when it airs on TV. Don't watch it on Hulu after. That's why it got canceled. Yeah. Is because everyone who loves the show only watched it online. You yeah. have to watch it when it airs on TV. Yes. Get <laughs> cable somehow. It's not. You don't even have to have cable. You just have to have basic television channels. Get like, that. It's yeah. It's, it's NBC. Yeah. Get a, an antenna. It's on NBC. Yeah. You'll. You won't regret it. It's so good. But also, everything before it is on Hulu, and you can watch that now without <laughs> yes. any consequences. Yeah, you can catch up before the next yeah, season. Yeah, no, at this point, catch up. But when it comes out, watch it. <laughs> All right. Uh, my name is Graham Hellboy Gora. Um, you can find me in the Yellow Pages um, this week. I've got to recommend 1988's Child's Play. It is a fantastic horror movie starring Brad Dourif as uh, the demonic doll Chucky. Um, great animatronics, great characters, and it's honestly, if you watch the whole franchise, it's just such a wild ride. All right, <laughs> Graham, you and I are gonna have words at some point. <laughs> I mean, sure, Let's you can find out. me on Twitter uh, at ca spillers. It's like spilling something in yard and ns. Um, my recommendation of the week. I watched this yesterday. I absolutely love this movie, <laughs> um, Zombieland. Hey. Oh, it's good. it's really good, and it's one of those movies that I was like, it's got a strong ensemble cast. Um, one of the greatest cameos of all time. Um, and it's one of those movies that, like, I was talking about it. It could have gotten a sequel, and the sequel probably could have been pretty good. But I'm kind of glad that it didn't. Yeah. Like, it's really good that it just kind of stands alone as its own thing. Are they developing like a TV show? Or they made they one on did? Amazon, and it got it, it got it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. You don't say. So it's on the same level um, as Brooklyn Nine-Nine, is what you're Shut your mouth. Come to this podcast <laughs> and recommend Child's <laughs> Play. You come into our audacity. house. <laughs> the last episode featuring Graham Hellboy Gora. Graham, proceed with <laughs> reverence. <laughs> but anyway, I am at Robbie underscore DeShazer on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow me there. I post things you might like. Um, my recommendation this week is going to be a great uh, sports film from 1988, Bull Durham, uh, with Kevin Costner, Susan Sarandon, uh, Tim Robbins. It's so much fun so to watch. Good. It's also got a great ensemble might with the, the baseball team. Might be the best Kevin Costner movie. I love that movie. Field of Dreams? Waterworld? I, no, I, like, I, like, I, like, I like Bull Durham more than Field of Dreams. I haven't seen Bull Durham. I might watch it now. It's, recommended it. got a Criterion release coming out this July, and I am picking that shit up. 
Um, <laughs> well, that it's so we much fun. Say shit. This is a Disney podcast. Mm, I'm sorry. Oh, then we should go stuff. back in a delete episode one. Yeah, I use the F word. Oh, the F word. Yikes. Well, Fantasy. Any, well, anyway, that's going to do it for us here at Film Fracas today. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, yeah, special thanks to Permanent Record Studios here in Austin. Special thanks to Graham Hellboy Gore for coming on the show again. For the last time. For the last time. Yeah, last time uh, ever. And, yeah, tune in. Tron. Yeah, uh, check it. out merch. Uh, once again, <laughs> teespring.com slash stores slash Film Fracas. Yeah. Uh, Amazon affiliate link in the description. We will... Uh, Recommend one of our movies yeah. from this yeah. And right. maybe go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube channel yeah, because we, we might some, have some future some projects. Exciting yeah. stuff in the pipeline. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, film, at Film Fracas. Uh, we've got a Facebook page too, but we don't post there as much as we should. Um, Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Film Fracas. We know there are a lot of shows on the web, and we are so glad you took the time to listen to ours. Thank you to Brett Johnson, Carter Spilliards, and Robbie DeShazer for writing and producing each episode. Please consider giving us a five-star rating wherever you listen. It really does help get the word out. You can follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Film Fracas. Once again, thanks for listening, and we can't wait for you to hear our next episode. <laughs>